I think this is just like a character thing for me. But it was cool. I was like, oh, wow, Ugandan, what, what, what? This is different, you know? <laughs> like, I've learned something different. So I know I'm always going to go to Uganda and be like, I want chai tea. Because I may not get what I want. <laughs> you know, <laughs> things like that. So, yeah, you get to learn something new. Right. And you get to tell your story. So mm-hmm. for me, this was like really dope. My name is Barney Kibuka and welcome to another episode of the Ugandan Ball Talk Show. A lot of my uh, people from Uganda, and this is not to bash anybody from Uganda, but it's facts. You know, actually not even Uganda, like Africa, they say African time. So Mm -hmm. everybody, they don't keep time. So I'm used to that. You tell somebody 9 a.m. and they'll be here like 9.15. I think because of the growing together way I used to do interviews on Instagram, I got yeah. used to being on time. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. who don't like do content or media or things like that, they, they don't know about anything about time. They just come whenever they want. Uh, yeah. So welcome yeah. to my podcast. I'm so glad to have you here today. I'm so excited to be here, finally. <laughs> uh, I hope you know how you ended up on my podcast. If you don't, I can tell you. You can tell me again, but it's something to do with Anesu, definitely. Okay, yeah. So I hosted uh, Anesu on my podcast, and I have a question that I ask everybody I host on my podcast. It's a signature question, so be ready for that at some point in the when when we're talking, uh-huh. it's gonna come up. Um, so she recommended you, and she had really great things to talk about you and that's why i added you on my instagram and followed you and requested if you'll be interested uh on being the on the podcast so that's in the simple time how you ended up on my podcast um because of that recommendation so how did you meet anesu and how do you know her uh well um in 2020 i created a group chat like when COVID started i created a group chat called going together um whatsapp whatnot and a lot of girls just joined, like, because mm-hmm. it was supposed to be about your career development, basically just life skills yeah. that just help you to navigate through everything. So she joined Green Together, and then she started following me on Instagram. You are the fifth person from Zimbabwe on my podcast. I don't know what to do with Zimbabwe, but that's the, besides Uganda and I think US, Zimbabwe has the most people on my podcast and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for all yeah. of you guys from Zimbabwe. So where in Zimbabwe are you catching this podcast from? Or even if you're in Zimbabwe? I'm not in Zimbabwe right now. Okay. I'm in South Africa now. I'm doing my master's. So okay. that's why I'm in South Africa. Um, but when I'm in Zimbabwe, I live in Bulawayo. Okay. So I've had two guys and you're the third girl now on the on the podcast, all from Zimbabwe. Most of them are from Halare. And the two guys actually grew up in Chinoy in in Zimbabwe. Um, but I'm yeah. so excited. I get excited to talk to other people from Africa and see what what you guys do. Um, now, when you grew up in Zimbabwe, how was life like? Like, just simple terms. I know that's a, a general question, but growing up in Uganda, which is Africa, I like to know what other people in countries of Africa, how their lifestyle was like, like when you're a child. Like, what some of the things... You remember as a child 
Um, okay, my childhood. That's actually a very interesting question. I've never had anyone ask me, like, how was it growing up in Zimbabwe in my life? Yeah. This is interesting. Um, it was okay. It was good. Um, pretty, I had a very, like, calm life. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of issues at all. Type. Yeah. Like, I can't say, like, I just walked to school or not. No, yeah. no, no. I, I'm not those people. <laughs> I can't say that. I'm not going to lie and pretend <laughs> that I struggled to make it here. Yeah. No. no. But my life, it was it was pretty chilled. Um, my, both my parents were there, my siblings. Nothing serious. Just going to school, coming back home. Yeah. yeah. And and there's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of people. And actually, people have, on my podcast that have said, my my childhood was good. Like, we had everything we needed. And also yeah. there are other people that didn't have what we had or what other people had. And it's it's okay and it's normal. We both have different journeys and different stories, but also end up to one thing. So, like, it doesn't matter how you grew up. It matters how you go through life. Because even if you grew up in a good childhood, when you grow up an adulthood gets you, you have to learn some things. And we all have lessons in different parts, parts of life that we go through. So I want That's- to start with um, the medical laboratory scientist. So how did, how did that come in your head? Is it something you wanted to do um, when you were a young child? Is that the dream you had? And how did you end up there? No, that's not what happened. <laughs> when I was younger, I actually wanted to be a lawyer. Um, a lawyer. And I remember telling my father, my late father, I was like, I want to be a lawyer because we had, there's a time when you're in high school, where you have to choose like your subjects. Um, which are most likely going to align towards your degree. And then I was like, I want to do history, I'll do literature, I really like it. Oh, and he was like, no, you're not going to be a lawyer. <laughs> you're going to be a lawyer in this house. <laughs> and he was like, because my late father was a pharmacy, was a pharmacy technician, okay. and my mom is a nurse, and my older brother is an engineer, chemical engineer. So it was one of those like, this is a science family. You are not going to be a lawyer in my house. <laughs> I remember, I remember it so well because I cried. I yeah. just cried my whole life, just flashed before my eyes. <laughs> so I didn't want to do like I did sciences, and honestly, personally, I struggled with sciences because I think also because I just hated it. It was mm-hmm. like imposed on me more. But yeah, I then went to university in Zimbabwe. Um, and I studied medical laboratory science, which is basically like pre-med, and it was painful, of course. Mm-hmm. It was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm happy that I actually graduated because it was crazy. It was just like, wow, yeah. this is me. This is my life. But what I did do was I used to volunteer like at different laboratories in Zimbabwe. Okay like during from first year until my final year. So usually people wait until like their third year to like mm-hmm. go for internship, apprenticeship, whatnot. I said from first year, I'm going to go to every lab, like whatever lab I can go to. Yeah. I'm going to go to a private lab. I'm going to go to a public, you know, uh, a government run lab as well so that I can get the feel because you know how it is in Africa, mm-hmm. government institutions and private institutions are very different. Right. So I used to go and I used to volunteer at all these places. And what I used to see, I was like, I know you don't like medical lab science, but you have to save people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, it's only to kill people. So I want to ask you a question from that, because 
if how how did you take it when your parents told you like oh this is a science family like we all do science and you wanted to do law was there anything that you hated or because i know some people say i don't want to do something that i don't want to do like i want to do something from my heart like how did you say okay dad i'm going to or dad or mom i'm going to do what you want me to do was did it come easy like that it wasn't it wasn't i struggled like my whole like a level period like yeah. two years ah, i struggled i was just like my parents if i fail it's because like my parents forced me to do this <laughs> <laughs> and african parents are strict on what they want like this like, is what we want if you fail if i fail it's your fault <laughs> so, <laughs> because they actually made me do they made me do maths physics and chemistry Mm-hmm. And I remember saying I don't want to do physics and do biology. My father was like biology is not even a science. Yeah. <laughs> What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> <laughs> But I understand where he was coming from. Like now it's like okay, I get where he was coming from yeah. everything. But I guess also because um I just had a very good relationship with my father mm-hmm. and I have a very good relationship with my mom. So it was like okay, I can't disappoint my parents. Let me just do what they want. They understand yeah. life better. I'm just a teenager. I'm just going through it. So <laughs> so it was always like one minute I'm angry, the next minute it's like no, everything will be fine. Honor yeah. your mother and father. <laughs> <laughs> They bring the scriptures. Honor your mother and father so you can live longer. And it was like really? that with oh. me too because I grew up in a Christian home and my parents just threw scriptures across the head like hey, whatever you do they bring this scripture. Um but for me was like you mentioned As a child I was just jumping from one dream to another dream. Like one day I come back home and tell my parents I'm going to be a lawyer. The other day I'm going to come back home and say oh I want to be this person. I want to be this person. My dad was like you just keep changing everything. And at one point the dream I wanted to do my dad was like there's no way we're going to afford that. And but that's uh, that's another story that I shared already but yeah I was thinking about that when the parents uh have those dreams they want you to do it it can be tough sometimes so what does a lab scientist do because i remember when i was in high school we had this lady who would help us in the laboratory to like set up stuff we're going to do like tests and stuff but what does a lab scientist do in life um okay so every time you go to the doctor and you're sick and what not usually he will say sometimes he will say oh, i'm going to do run some tests on you Mm-hmm. right you write a whole panel of tests and say i'm going to run some tests on you and the results will come the doctor is not the one who does the test i'm the one who does the test so you can do any test on any fluids in anything that comes out of the body okay <laughs> like, that has been the worst part of it for me because i have a very strong sense of smell so things like urine mm-hmm. or stool or you know all that stuff or your skin or have you had cancer. to deal with that yet Yes, I've done it and it's one of those where like I know this person is probably like there are some points where like this probably this person probably has this because I can smell it. It's like let's see if they really happened. Yeah. Um or you know when people have cancer like we just want to check if the cancer is still there. Um yeah, with at what stage is that. So yeah. things like that. That's what a lab scientist scientist does and also we give recommendations to the doctor. Yeah. Have you had to work on the a pe- person you know or closest per- or family? Have you had to do anything? No. No, because Maybe. usually when the stuff comes, ah, uh, you just has a cold. 
Yeah. So most like you know we're going to look at the name you know going to bother yourself if there's a name you know going to bother yourself about it cuz like yeah. the workload is like crazy. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say oh it could be tough when when you open somebody you know and you get to have some of their fluids from their body I'm like oh no this is a person. <laughs> uh, like now. <laughs> yeah. I was interested in that and I was like I'm going to that's one of the questions I was going to ask cuz I I didn't know a lot about it so I'm glad you you shared with us and that's what I like to ask you guys of like your career because if somebody's listening to this podcast somebody somewhere and they've always had a dream to do what you do at least they get a glimpse of what you do and from what you just talked about but also the other thing I saw off your Instagram um you love photography but you're not one of these people who just threw cameras in your face like oh I use a Z- uh, Nikon 360 I use a a Canon 780 or I use this lens you're a phone photographer how did you and you branded it right you didn't say photographer you say phone photographer to be specific how did you get into that first of all i cannot afford a camera right now so <laughs> i'm going to use what i got <laughs> i'm going to use what i got and at the same time like before i didn't put it on my bio that i like like i put that i liked photography but i didn't put the whole phone photography thing and then i just stumbled upon this other guy's page he like does amazing work i've just forgotten the handle he's from nigeria and like he's a phone photographer and i just said oh my gosh i'm a phone photographer too <laughs> because it's like i feel like a lot of the times when we go through life we think we need to have so much before we start mm-hmm. like we think we need to have like a big fat camera you know a speaker a mic to do a podcast or like i also think for my background when doing green together like it started off as a whatsapp group chat like this is a whatsapp group chat mm-hmm. it wasn't anything major like it wasn't a podcast so i feel like you just need to start I think start like do what you love, do what you enjoy and just start with what you have. And I feel like with time God will just make things happen for you because a lot of the time I think yeah, we all just want to be perfect. We want to have a big room, we want to have yeah. want to paint the walls red, we want to have a logo, we want to have a name for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And when you do follow people who have been in the um creative space for a longer time way before COVID, way before all of this, they've probably changed their name four or five times. Right. Like podcast name and their logo and they probably start off with your phone and now they have a camera mm-hmm. so it's always just good to just yeah look at it that way and since my phone is always in my hand might as well just take good photos that is interesting and i like the way you broke it down and for all the people that are listening um um i don't know i love podcasts i love listening to people i love i love it a lot so i don't know if people out there really taking words the same way I taking words when I listen to to you guys talk and the main reason I said a podcast because I love to listen to other people's stories I love to listen to what other people have to say and just you going through that uh describing why you decided to choose the phone photo- phone photographer uh, and explaining that you can't afford a camera but your pictures are really good and that's what you had at the moment and you broke it down the right way that When I started my podcast too, if you go back to my very first uh I oh, I can't even watch right now. My very first <laughs> episode, I didn't have a mic, I didn't have anything. I just landed on this app that you can record your voice and put it out there. And I did that. I didn't have money to buy a mic, but it's something I wanted to do and I said I'm going to use what I got. And as time went yeah. on, then you can afford a mic, then you can afford a camera, then you can afford all this stuff, but 
where start from where you are with what you have and as time goes on it gets better and nowadays people are making phones that can take really good pictures like i've seen your pictures that yeah. you posted on on your instagram and they're really dope if you didn't tell somebody they use your phone they might think you had like a a big camera that you use on that if somebody doesn't know like you took it the phone i also <laughs> have like a photography page i talked to the i hosted a lot of photographers recently and i still have a lot of them that are coming but i love nature and i used my phone when i was taking pictures i usually take um pictures with my phone and they come out really good and my phone is always on me when i see something interesting i'll take a picture of it and it's always easy and, and available but one of my picture favorite yeah. pictures that stood out to me was the watch that you took and you posted on the that was <laughs> like a dope picture how did how did you and get it and what because i know something pops in your head like that looks really good let me snap a picture of it how did you do that <laughs> um my boyfriend had got me that watch said okay. and flowers and i was like oh let me post it but you know how you're like oh let me just post a gift i was like no i'm yeah. a photographer i'm not just posting this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i had to actually wait outside for the lighting mm-hmm. and put my flowers in a bucket mm-hmm. you know and have them stand up straight and put the watch there and i just took like photos and then edited it out mm. nicely and i just said it has to look like it came out of some like bougie like top <laughs> watch brand <laughs> that's so vogue like yeah. <laughs> absolutely amazing so that's what that's literally what i did because i said it has to look amazing i mean mm-hmm. also i feel like the more you do something the better you become at it like the few probably my first picture i probably just like oh my gosh what is that and i got better at this whole thing so i feel like it's good to just like get better at your, at something like not just say oh i like this or i just like this podcast i like talking to people but like get better at it like you know because you never know like nowadays if you, if you just post something on the internet you never know how you're going to blow up like right right <laughs> you know who's yeah. going to see your work yeah. Yeah. so i just said i'm just going to do things like yeah get better and get better for myself That is true and I just talked about that actually the other day like just keep putting your work out there keep improving as long as you have that on back of your head like I want to do better than this I want to be better every day things are going to be like better for you and good for you as you go on the other pictures you take about chai I'm surprised do you guys call it chai in Zimbabwe as well what what's like chai chai is like c h c h a i like chai and lemon like tea Or of tea, chai tea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I know, like even in America, they call it chai tea. But because I grew up in Uganda calling it chai, like chai, make chai, like tea. <laughs> so like even in Kenya, they call it chai. But for their chai is milk, like milk tea. So like tea is actually just called chai, like in yeah. Uganda. Like yeah. that's like, oh, yeah. okay, we call it so tea. So tea is chai. <laughs> like tea. <laughs> So, so tea is in English, and then chai is in like like who would say Luganda. So when you tell somebody in Uganda like, "I want chai," they'll give you black like tea. Oh, okay. Yeah. All oh, right, and then that's so why you said in Kenya you put like yeah, milk. So in, yeah, in Kenya it's milk. So if you so in Kenya if you tell somebody I want chai, they will give you milk tea, like hot milk tea in a cup. Oh, okay. I don't know if the word tea comes with it, but they'll give you milk like boiled milk, like hot boiled milk. with tillers yeah you probably like request the kind of tea that you want like yeah 
You don't have a local name for, for tea? A local name for tea? Tea? I don't think. Okay, I'm sure it's there. <laughs> <laughs> but most people just say like in English, like tea. Yeah. You know, like depot tea, like give me tea. It's not like... Yeah. And then you probably specify like I want it with a lemon or I want it with milk. I'm trying to think of like uh, chai. Oh yeah, in America, like when you go to Starbucks, you say I want a chai latte. And then they'll make a chai latte for you, like in at a coffee shop. Yeah. But that's that's weird because for us, in, if we go to a, a restaurant and you're gonna tell them I want chai, they're gonna bring you like hot tea with tea leaves, and that's that's your tea right that's there. Like <laughs> yeah. What do you call what do you call milk tea? Like, do you, you even have milk tea in in Zimbabwe? Like, yeah, people... they have milk tea, but no one actually calls it milk tea. Like, I want milk tea. Usually, yeah. I want tea with milk. Yeah. Like, with milk on tea with lemon, not okay. like milk tea. Is it milk tea? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I also don't know. But so, in, if you go to a restaurant in Uganda, you have to specify. Tell them I want milk tea. I want black tea. Mm. Uh, I'll say in Uganda they say. So if you go to a restaurant and tell them Njagala chai wamata. So chai wamata is tea with milk. And then mm. when you mm. say chai mukalu. Chai mukalu, like it's kind of like the word mukalu is like dry, like dry tea. That would be just water and tea leaves. That's it. <laughs> okay, so it's black. It's like black yeah. tea. Yeah. Okay. I'm a tea lover. I like tea a lot. And that's what I drink every morning here. I actually, my, when somebody's going to Uganda, they bring me like 300 tea bags. And I know that oh. that's going to oh. take me through the whole year. So every morning I make like black tea. Whether I'm at work or at home, make a cup of black tea. I thought you'd actually be into coffee now that you're in America. I, I tried coffee. I've tried coffee, but it was, I, I drink it. It doesn't have it, but it's not something I'm going to drink every day. It'll be once in a while. Coffee. No. Yeah, so I'll do that once in a while. <laughs> I saw that. I saw you posted a lot of tea. I'm like, mm, I'm interested. So I like to try different kind of teas when I go out buy a tea bag, but it has to be specific. like Because I like ginger and stuff like that to put in my tea. Mm-hmm. So I put like ginger coffee. in there. And I put... Mm-hmm. Uh, what other stuff I put in there? Most of the stuff come from Uganda, so I just put in there. Like I like Ugandan tea leaves. I don't buy the US one; it's just too white for me. <laughs> so you want those to be black and strong? <laughs> I don't really make it so strong. I just put like ginger, like different spices. So that brings me to your social entrepreneur. Um, what do you mean by social entrepreneur? What do you do? Like, do you have a lot, a ton of businesses? Do you like, what do you do as a social entrepreneur? I don't think it's not a, I only have one business that's okay. like, like the film tribe one, it just like comes from the grain together. It's like a stem from grain together. Mm-hmm. So after I did grain together, I was like, oh, I want to do film tribe. Now that, um, COVID and all was, it was more like relaxed and people could go out and people could meet. So I said, I'm going to create a nice, um, like, a, like different events for women where you can learn something different for yourself or you can just do like, like a craft or something or a, a learn a skill or right. someone you wouldn't normally have access to. Um, I think it started off because we went out with my friend and I was like, I'm so angry. I'm so tired of going out and... Mm-hmm all these guys are just bothering you. Like, what is that? Why can't girls just go out and have fun without stress? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
that's how it started you just want to go out like you know because it gets to a point where women have to go out like eight or like 10 of you and have a girls night like it's mostly for protection so like if you have a lot of you because you just want to go out as girls but you also don't want to feel like because you can't go out alone so it was one of those like okay i'm going to create a safe space for women to go out and to like if you want to go out and to drink your wine it's you do you you are safe you don't have to worry about anyone about anything you know if you are married your husband doesn't to say where are you going <laughs> and you get to <laughs> and you get to meet other like minded women and get to learn something new that's how it all started so of course like we do make a profit from like the events and what not and hence the entrepreneur part because some people say social entrepreneurs should they make profit or should they not make profit mm. but i was just like Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just decided to do that. You are the founder of the Growing Together. What's the W W W at the end of that? Like on Instagram, like what does that mean? Women? Is that women Wait. something? No, it started off as Growing Together Z W for Zimbabwe, and then someone was like to me, "Are you really going to just limit it to Zimbabwe people? You're only going to interview worldwide?" Women. Okay. It's like worldwide. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said okay. <laughs> so yeah, so you're the founder of the Growing Together. it's grown together worldwide um and there's a date you posted i think uh 29th of may 2022 it was a new caption where you posted a group of girls gathering together it was a long caption i don't even remember i just got the date out of that. <laughs> but you were sharing about about covid and how you guys were able to to get together and gather with that and it was meant a lot to you i know you've touched a little bit about starting the growing together um group what is that thing that came on back of your head and you're like i need to start this group and have these girls worldwide meet okay so before i go to the uh, event on the 29th because that like stemmed from growing together so what happened was um in 20 what 2020 2020 doesn't cover started right mm-hmm. like 20, yeah. yeah um so everyone was sent back like from campus it was like it was my final year and everyone was told go back we're going to do online abruptly you know weird it was just weird and then we finished we did our studies and then we were just waiting for our results and what not and it was just like so i had a conversation with a friend i was like ah how do you feel about life after university though like this whole time you just came from high school because usually people in zimbabwe um go to university straight after high school <clears throat> don't actually like do work or what not like usually usually but some people do go to work and then go to university mm-hmm. so i said we've just been like at school with our parents you know life has been like you know we've been cruising right. <laughs> cruising nicely so, yeah that that reels <laughs> we're cruising nicely we're cruising nicely <laughs> so i said but aren't you scared like about tomorrow like what are you going to do how do you even like get a job like how do you even market yourself because in all honesty yes university they do like these little like workshops of how do you dress for an interview and what but it just wasn't like in depth and it was really and she felt like overwhelmed as well mm-hmm. and i mean she's my friend she's from ivory coast so she's like i'm also overwhelmed i'm here at home and i don't know like should i just do my masters should i just continue what am i doing So I approached my other friend named Chido and then we said let's start a group and it has to like be founded on Christian values and it will only be for women and we'll just be like sharing we have like interviewed different people who share like different like secrets um about life you know how to get a job how to interview family business how to <clears throat> like manage your money how to you know things like that how to network 
or, di- or also like also like different sectors, um, like women in mining, women in construction, women in media, women in all these things. So I didn't have Instagram at the time, and I, <laughs> I could <laughs> like I did have Instagram, but I didn't have like because you have to buy like a data bundle. Instagram. I was like, okay, that's going to be so expensive. I can't manage that now. Let me just do WhatsApp. And I'm sure everyone is just on WhatsApp anyway. So let's just make it intimate for now and whatnot. Then we, I made a little video marketing the group. And then everyone, and I put it on my status. And then I just spread it to everyone I knew. Spread like wildfire. And then people started getting the group, getting the group. Like over like almost 200 something people, mm-hmm. like from everywhere. And it was just like, wow, wow, wow. So <laughs> then yeah. we started. So we started off with, you know, someone who had just finished university as well. And she shared her secrets as well. She saved money just in case things don't go well and how COVID happened and how she's working. So, and people would ask, so you'd have a session where, you know, how you can change the settings and all. So the person would just talk and I would just have a conversation with that person and like what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And then open up for questions. Then people just come and they ask questions. And then I do like right. a little summary and then I would post it on Instagram. So it became like, we'd have like an interview almost every week. Like mm-hmm. almost every week would have a different person. And people were more available at that time, obviously because of COVID. And some people just felt like it was a great initiative and stuff. Right. Um, so a lot of people were learning a lot of things, like things that they didn't even know. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like this is how I even like position myself to get a promotion. This is how I position myself to do this. This is how I pray. This, you know, it was just, Yeah. Then I had to, yeah. So we had different people. Most of the people I found them on Instagram. I had people on Instagram, like literally, if I see someone and I like what they're doing, and I have to like approach them, and be like a stalker, and be like, "Hi." This <laughs> and of course, a lot of people were like, "No, we're not interested." And some people were like, "We are interested." Like we, you know, we are. Interested. I'm glad you mentioned that, and I'll, I'll catch you short on that because it's it speaks a lot to me. Um, I find a lot of my people from Instagram and. Uh, the way I started connecting with people and Instagram is such a cool space and this is not an ad for Instagram, but it's an environment where you get to see somebody's work. Like for me yeah. coming up with questions, I wanted to ask you, I look through what you've done and learning on the things you've done for us to be able to have a conversation. And when I invite somebody from my podcast, they'll go on my podcast and listen to what kind of people I've been bringing, what kind of things I've been talking about. So it's been really cool. And the, the other part you talked about, like some people said no, it's the same thing with me. Like you invite people to say no. And I've been thinking about this all day today. Like you only need one yes. You can get a million no's, but you only need one yes. And one, that one yes can change a lot of people's lives. Like the way I think about no is next opportunity. That's a yeah. no. So like when, when somebody says no, that's the next opportunity and the next opportunity until you get that yes. And that yes, it's going to be somebody that's going to speak life to somebody else's heart and that's what i like about it and that's what i wanted to say about that like i had so many no's and it was like at first it was like i also think because the kind of people i was also asking to <laughs> i feel like i was a bit too bored and a bit too like yeah <laughs> so i had to come back home a little bit but yeah, yeah i it was quite interesting i also think I realized that now I think I was also doing green together more for myself as well because I think just before COVID I just lost my father so it was a bit like 
what am I go- like? I'm so confused. Like, I'm grieving. I'm facing COVID. I'm my final year. I don't know what I'm doing with my life anymore. Yeah. So it was like I don't. Know. I was so scared, like and depressed for some time. And I said, I'm just going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to find a solution for my problem. My problem is I'm confused about life right now, and I'm sure I'm not the only person who's confused. Fair and fine, they're not experiencing loss right now but some people were during COVID as well so you find that it was a very tough time and I just wanted to provide a solution for myself and for other women say okay right now we feel stuck but let's prepare for when you know things change better and even if you do lose someone that you love during COVID this is how you manage and all that stuff so with I then shifted to Instagram because I wanted to broaden it more and broaden more also because um, sometimes people would just read and be so overwhelmed with the information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they wouldn't ask as many questions as the speakers were expecting. Right. So I okay, maybe that's also a bit daunting. Maybe Instagram lives are better because if someone really likes what you do, they'll follow you on Instagram, they'll ask mm-hmm. you maybe directly. So as to make people more comfortable and all. So yeah, yeah, that's what happened with going together. And then I, sh- I said, okay, I want to do film track, I want to do events. So I started off with my friends, Noma, Tanaka, and Z, were four. And we just did an event on the 29th of May. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because, <laughs> because I had just quit my job. Yeah. <laughs> I would not advise any youth to do that. To quit the job? Why, why, why did you choose to quit your job? You just didn't like it? <sighs> I did not enjoy my job anymore. Okay. Um, it was just so like, oh man, I can't do this right no. now. This is not for me. So I said, I'm going to start my little business. I'm going to call it Film Tribe. I'm going to continue with what I know already, which is going together. I'm just going to put going together, but as an event. I'm just going to plus it, like just make it more like an event, whatnot for women. It's the same concept and like I'm used to it and all. Mind you, I'm not an event planner. <laughs> <laughs> so it was hectic. Mm-hmm. Like, I said, wow. Do you know, like, how you see people on Instagram, like, I'm an event planner, or yeah. you know, people, and you're like, I'm doing event planning. I have so much respect for event planners. Like, I would never be like, you're just an event planner. You're just a wedding planner. Ooh, wow. That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, the logistics, the, the planning, it's, it's, it's a lot. So I actually, like, feel like by the time the event came, I was just so tired. I was just sitting down. Like, and I would talk here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just so overwhelmed. But so many people enjoyed that event. Some people yeah. were like, we need one every month. And I said, every month? Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, it was great. So was, was the event to introduce the new business you're starting to, or was it to part of Grow Together? It was to introduce the new business that okay. I just started. And yeah. It was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of women uh, were like, we want one every month. Or I, I need to talk to this lady. She's into gas and I'm into this. So we mm-hmm. just, you know, we're not talking to each other. Or people start saying, oh, I really love your product. Mm-hmm. And what we'd wanted to do with Fame Tribe, because um, not to bash anyone or anything like that, but you find that a lot of people do not like going for only women events, networking events. They don't like it because it's just like, I'm just going to sit there and listen to someone talk about how they made their rice food for my packet of rice or, you know, they're not really telling me the truth. What am I going to get from this? It's a waste of my time. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, fine. What we're going to do is we're going to give people a goodie bag in the event, right? 
And what we're going to do is the money, we're not going to just like put any product for the sake of it. We're going to go and approach different female entrepreneurs in Zimbabwe and we're going to buy product from them and put it in the goodie bag. Okay. And put their business card and put their product and everything. And one lady did come, yes, and she, she had a product in the bag and she was so happy that she had come and all, and people really enjoyed her product. So it was two things. It was us advertising other female entrepreneurs, advertising their business for them, buying from them as well, supporting them, actively supporting, not just, oh, guys, my friend started a bakery, please support my friend, follow their Instagram. No, actively supporting someone. Let me give you money and buy your product. So then then the goodie bags went out, and a lot of people didn't come back, like, in my DMs, the of the ladies who were at the event, like, I want more tea from this girl. I want more this from this girl. But they probably wouldn't have met her had they not had, had this event. Because fair and fair, not everybody is very good at social media marketing. Not everyone is very good at putting their product out there, unfortunately. So it was a great experience for them and for the ladies who came. That's awesome. Anything that people do to uplift others, I'm down for that. And... That's the whole point when I, I, I started the podcast and I have the motto in the back of my head. I say it every, I think I say it every time I record a podcast, like we rise by lifting each other up. And what you just did right there is, um, is a sign of lifting others while lifting yourself too and promoting others. It's not just living selflessly. And I like that. And that's the other reason why I was interested in having you on the podcast to share that because you might. I've already said this, but like you might start an idea and somebody else who is listening to this podcast and just bless somebody even just with your words. And that's going to bring me to the questions. from I call them questions from the community because people ask a lot of questions uh, when I post. Uh, um, I didn't share with you these questions, so we're just going to go with them. <laughs> and I'm just going to read them because I don't think I read them through. They're not a lot. Don't worry. But okay. obviously, I, I don't think I'll read their names. One person says, not a question, but I'm so excited to hear uh, her on your podcast. And then another one, she's really an amazing photographer. Any tips for us, the amateurs? (laughs) Okay. Um, Photography is all about lighting. You just have to manage your light. Um, So you have to just look at an object, like anything, even like a bottle of water. Like usually just take a picture. There's a lot of light, you know. So you just have to manage it. You either increase the light or reduce the light on your phone. Mm-hmm. And you take a good picture and then you just edit it. Just yeah. put a photo on it. <laughs> That's and also just and most nice. of the things you just learn as you go. As, as you go, yes. like, oh, I don't like this. How can, yeah, how can I adjust? And I mean, you can look up on YouTube. You can do, but more is going to be from you. you. The other question, what made her, I mean, I think you've touched a little bit on this, but just you can just highlight from just the question uh what made her start growing together and femme tribe what's the vision and mission for both groups i think you touched a little bit of it but you can just uh, one-line it okay so um the whole point is just to help women do better and be better um you know within their organization and their business wherever they are but i also want to promote um Like a spirit of women just supporting women. Um, People don't really talk about it, but there's a serious pull her down syndrome. And people (laughs) want to pretend like it's not there. Like, we're just sisters, we love each other. No. 
it's there. So it's yeah. it's important for us to like what you said. You know, we 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 rise. We have to lift each other up. We mm-hmm. can't just be. It's we have to like take care of one another as women. Like the problems I go through, you can never understand them, but right. another woman can understand them. You know, right. and there's no need for. And it's even better. I can even come up with better solutions for another woman than a man would for me. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's why, for example, at the, the first Film Tribe event, because we, we did two, the first one, it was at a restaurant, a female-owned restaurant called Yanaya. So she's like a successful female entrepreneur. She owns like a brand, Yanaya, which is focused on, it's, it's a food chain, uh, focusing on pro, uh, providing healthy food for people. So we wanted to be in that place specifically. So as proof, we are in a building and this woman started this business and she's doing well. So if you start your business, no matter how small it is now, you too can have investors, you too can grow your business, you too can be successful. So everything is really intentional to show, because some people feel like, no, I can't do it. But we are in a building and we don't know the owner of this business is a woman. Right. So things like that are very, very important so that people can see proof, not just, we're not just talking but we're actually showing you proof of what is going on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, the other question is, what are her feelings on girls who bullied her in the past, growing and apologizing <laughs> for <laughs> their action? If it is, they have realized their actions and are actually regretful, or should they forgive themselves and move on? Especially if they never see the people they were meant to, like, I think the question in the summary is about your feelings about people who bullied you in the past and some of those people have never apologized or bullied her, the person asking. Um, and I think, you know what? I think it's, it's, it's very important to just like, like if you feel like someone really hurt you in the past and you are really on it, like in your spirit, Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can approach the person yeah. and be like, yo, like, I know this happened like 15 years ago, but this really hurt me and I didn't like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, because you're a human being and you have feelings. And at the same time, it's also important to know that people really do change, like, with time. I know right. some people like, people will never change, but people, yeah, as, as they decide to change, they do change. At the same time, if you feel like you never ever get an apology, you really need to just face that thing and really just forgive yourself. If you were the bully, you need to also face your situation as in why was I bullying that person? Mm-hmm. Most people who are bullying are facing insecurities at the time, confusion, not understanding what's going on, and they're just, they're just projecting it on everyone else. Yeah. So it's important for you to then, you know, have self-analyze yourself and then forgive yourself and then find ways to move forward. Mm-hmm. If you were bullied and you feel like you'll never get an apology, like you never meet that person again, most probably, it's important for you to just forgive them. Like, just forgive that person and also just forgive yours. Like, yeah, forgive that person because your life cannot stop because of someone else. Because the funny, funny thing is, you know, you can actually say to yourself, I'm not going to forgive this person, they hurt me, but they're moving on with their lives. And the weird, weird thing ish that I had to learn. <laughs> Is that God is not going to stop blessing someone just because they hurt you? Mm-hmm. And that will keep that will keep hurting you when they see, you see they're getting blessed and they hurt you. <laughs> and you to keep hurting you, so just forgive them and move on. And you probably are hurting someone else. 
Right. So it's it's all about humility and just saying, okay, this person, yeah, let me just let go, let him go for yourself because God is not going to stop blessing. He's not going to be like, I'll never bless this person because they fully You got to, yeah. That is true to think about. Um. Oh yeah. So. We're almost coming to the close of this podcast. I don't want to keep you here for so long. I usually try to keep people like a short time. But there's one thing I want to end with and then a few questions. Uh, you posted this on your story. I don't remember the day. But it says, as long as you're alive, you can start over. You can create a beautiful and faithful life for yourself. Do not worry about what other people will say. This is just about you. That means a lot to me when I read it. Like, as long as you are alive, you can start over. That line right there, just the first line is, there's always a chance to change something. Like, and I want to bring this, I don't know, I'm going to ask you what you thought about that when you posted it. But for me, it goes back to people who are hurting, people who are going through a tough time. um, And they get to a point of suicidal decisions. That line speaks to me. It's like, as long as you are alive, you can start over. There's not nothing you can't change as long as you have life so life is a precious thing you have no matter what situation has happened in your life as long as you have life there's a chance to change anything that has happened in your life what did that mean to you when you posted it on your story i, I was actually getting my head done when someone told me that <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone told me um they had gotten a message from their old friend who lives in another city in south africa and how they want to move to Stellenbosch and the like. And he was saying to her that as long as you're alive, you can change. Because he was trying to tell her that I didn't even have money. Like, I just came and said, I'm going to start a business. I'm going to do something about my life. And he, I'm sure he's like in his late 30s. For me, that was amazing because I feel like a lot of people are stuck wherever they are because they're so worried about what other people are going to say or what other people are going to think, my family, my friends, or I'm in my 40s and my 30s and my 50s, I can't do anything about it. I think if there are people who experience that more, it's Africans, because we live in a society where it's like, you cannot, you have to be a doctor in this house, you know, or you must be strong for this marriage, or you must, (laughs) because everybody's watching you, and if you give up, (laughs) so... I feel like we experience that more than any other race, I'm sure. Maybe, but I've seen the Asian podcast. No, it's very familiar what they're going to <laughs> <laughs> like, what he's saying. Yeah. But I just felt like it doesn't matter how, as long as you're alive. He's, mm-hmm. The guy there said, as long as you're alive, you can always start over. Mm-hmm. That was amazing for me. Because I'm in my mid-20s, but he's like in his late 30s, early 40s. And he's like, I started over. I told myself, Joburg is not working for me. And I came to Stellenbosch and I started over. Mm-hmm. So it was like, wow, you just have to start over. It's really about you. Because unfortunately, like people won't be there when you're not doing well. Like people are just weird. People are people. They're That's just going true. Going through, you know? So you really have to pick yourself. And it's very important for you to live the life that you want for yourself. Because it's so funny how people will be like, you know, when you pass on, you know, they could have been the engineer that we thought, but they're the same people who said you can never do it. <laughs> so I'm just like, no, just do it. Just change. Do your thing. That is really good. And um, yeah, for people who listen to podcasts, I like to have fun on the podcast, but also to drop once 
in a while like something for somebody to think about in their life somebody to reflect like we're gonna we can spend time here and just laugh and just do it have all the fun but at the end of the day what is the takeaway uh you you're allowed to have fun you there's I always, I'm a person who likes to laugh a lot, to have fun. But at the end of the day, just think about it. Think about it. And that should be your takeaway. As long as you have life, you can start over. Uh, a lot of us have made decisions in life. You were talking about how you quit your job because you didn't like it. I quit my job too because it wasn't a health environment for me. And I didn't <laughs> I didn't have a plan for another job. So you shouldn't Let's, do this. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I didn't have a plan for another job, but like for me, it's a testimony <laughs> that God brought an even better job than what I had. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that you just quit your job, God is gonna take care. You have to have a plan. So, have but just plan. to show you that something wasn't yeah. good for me in my life, and I just decided to start over to do it again, and God blessed me. Um, the final questions I have for you: What has been a life lesson you've learned in life to this point? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I have had many, <laughs> but one life lesson. Sure, you just have to go into it. Just like Nike, like, just do it. <laughs> like, I know it feels like motivation and like Nike, like, oh, just, you just have to go into it. Mm-hmm. Like, you just have to. You are going to do it, and you have to do it, and you have to make the decision to do it. Yeah. Um, God is not going to come down and do it for you. No one is going to come and do it for you. People can say, no, you're going to do well. Or they can pat you on the back, whatnot. But you just have to do it. I also, you have to do it. And whatever you're feeling, do it afraid. Like, that's a real thing. Like, mm-hmm. do it afraid. Do it nervous. Do it confused. Just do it. Um, yeah, just do it. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, just do it. And the other thing on top of that is like you will never know the outcome of something unless you start. Like you'll never know how it is. And what's there to lose? You can start it and it doesn't work or you can study and it works. But yeah. if you don't try, you'll never know either of that. So that's, that's another thing to think about. Um, What gets you excited about life? Oof, I don't know. I think just life itself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one person who loves learning. So I'm all about podcasts. I'm all about learning about other people's life. Like, mm-hmm. Also, I think I just have, I just told myself, like even in the hard times, that I just had to see the beauty in every single thing. So I feel like that's what stems from the whole me taking pictures with my phone and whatnot. It's just me trying to see the beauty in something very simple. So that's what gets me excited about life. Like it's just looking for the beauty in life. What is there that I can look at and see? An experience which is beautiful in my life right now mm-hmm. because I feel like a lot of the times we feel like maybe when I have this car or this relationship or this then I'll have a beautiful life or then I'll be happy but you may not make it tomorrow so yeah. <laughs> enjoy your life <laughs> so just look for those things that make life beautiful mm-hmm. yeah um, at the beginning of the podcast I was going to ask you how like Adrian, like if if I hold somebody I've never spoken to, I don't even know. Like I want to know what they feel after me asking them to be on my podcast. Who is this stranger? I mean, for you, it'll be different because we had somebody who connected us. But like, there are people I reach out to that I didn't have a middleman, and I want to know what they their first thought of like who is this guy? The Ugandan guy wants me on the Ugandan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, mm-hmm. also, uh, I think I'm so happy I came because I just enjoy like having conversations right. with people. I think this is just like a character thing for me. But it was cool. It was like, oh, wow, Ugandan, what, what, what? This is different, you know? <laughs> like, I've learned something different. So I know I'm not going to go to Uganda and be like, I want chai tea because I may not get what I want. <laughs> you know, <laughs> things like that. So, yeah, you get to learn something new right. and you get to share your story. So mm-hmm. for me, this was like really dope. Yeah, and I like it too because it, it widens your. I mean, it's it's like people you know, friends you know. Like we have a conversation now. Like, oh, it's part of you. Like, oh, I I spoke that I know that person. Like, if the next day I'm gonna see you, you're the president of Zimbabwe, it's like, oh, I interviewed her on my podcast. Like, she's now the president of Zimbabwe. Like things like that. <laughs> or like when you see I'm somebody cute. somewhere. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, my final question for you. Um, this is my signature question. Who would you like to see on my podcast next? And you're gonna help me to find that person to be on my podcast. Ooh, wow, 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 wow. Ah, on your podcast. Okay. There's someone called um Talent Sonyama. So okay. he's into like uh, natural resources management. Like he's into the environment, like actively, like actively planting trees, actually looking up into actively solving environmental issues in Mutari. Hmm. And he also has an amazing brand where, like, um, I don't know if you remember Cyclone Inai, like the terrible cyclone that happened in Zimbabwe, Inai, and a lot of like the stones, like, because Manikalan is a very mountainous region and stuff. So, in Chimanman, a lot of the rocks fell, like, onto the ground and bash people's houses and stuff. So, he's been, so he started off creating beautiful stone, um, like, functional art, like, tubs and sinks and vases beautiful things from stone so he decided that he's going to take the stones from chimani mani um and create beautiful things out of them so yes we had a cyclone yes it's terrible but we're going to create something beautiful out of the Mm -hmm. situation that we faced and that's what he does so yeah. That's awesome. I would really love to have a conversation with him and if you can connect me. I've had another person who is a, I call, did you call them environmentalists? Like people who love the environment, um, planting trees. And I have, I have an episode of a young girl who planted like, was it 15,000 trees in Kenya? And I've had all the podcast and she was like talking about it. It was, it was pretty cool. And I love that. I, that's why my podcast is not like for a certain topic and that's why i try to go away from topics and mm. those regular interviews that people do on tv is like a topic and i just want to flow conversation i mean i still have to plan for the conversation like i had a plan on how i want to drive the conversation but it's not like i'm gonna send you a list of questions practice overnight and come with your prepared answers tomorrow no i just want us to be here talk about it, it as it is and that's how I want to run it. I want to be different. And so it's good to be different. So anyway, thank you very much for blessing my podcast today with your words. And I can't wait for the listeners to listen to you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Stay in touch. All right. Cool. Bye. Bye. 
Hey there,、uh, this is Bonnie Kibuka, the host of the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Thanks for watching and listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend and recommend somebody to this podcast. Don't forget to leave a feedback on this podcast because that's how we grow. And also, don't forget to share, like, subscribe, and comment. Join us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much and be blessed.